0: Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. For the last two weeks, today being the third week, we have been talking about what? We've been talking about God's will and making decisions In line with it. Hallelujah. So, as a recap, because of time, I have a lot to round off. I'm going to be rounding off this series today. I'm just going to go through all the things we have said from the first week. I'll just read through my notes and then we'll pick it up from where we stopped last week. First of all, we started with the will. What is one's will? We talked about the fact that a will is one's volition or it's the cognitive process by which an individual decides on or commits to a particular course of action. So thereby we identify the fact that your will is who you are. Your will makes you who you are. Your will is what drives you to make the kind of decisions that you make. Your will is what makes you choose A rather than B. Your will is what propels you to do what you want to do as a human being. Hallelujah. And we talked about the fact that your will would affect your feelings, your emotions And primarily how you interact with your world. The way you interact with your world. The way you interact with other people. Stems from your will and who you are. Are you with me? And also we talked about the fact from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. That your will is innate. Meaning you did not originate your will just by yourself here on earth. It was put there by someone and we establish from scriptures, Ecclesiastes 3.1, that it was put there by God himself. And unless you come back to God, unless you align yourself with God, you will discover that on a daily basis, you will struggle To live right with God. Praise the Lord. We also talked about the fact that our will determines how we act or how we live our daily lives. You see? And we also established one very important thing God's will. And what did we say God's will was? Somebody should help me. What did we say God's will was? God's will is that what? God's will is that what? God's will is what? Say it again. I want us to chorus it. God's will is what? God's will is that nobody should what? Perish, but that everyone should come to eternal life. And so when you see people dying and going to hell or being destroyed, that is not God's will. Are you with me? God's will is that no one should what? Perish. But that everyone should come to eternal life. I made a statement last week. I said, it's one of the things I say against people who cunningly want to tell you, oh, don't bother living a godly life because God already knows Who will go to heaven? Is that not what they say? And what did I establish? God actually knows who will go to heaven. And who is that? Who is that? It's very simple. God wants everybody. Yes. (laughs) Does it look surprising? God wants everybody. But guess what? It's not everybody that will go. Not because God doesn't want everybody to go, but because many people will use their own hands to spoil it themselves. And that's why salvation is a choice of you aligning your will to God's will. Salvation is about you accepting Jesus. When did Jesus die for you? How many of us are Christians here? Let me see your hand. If you know you are born again, let me see your hand. If you are not sure, please stand up. We can settle that right here and now. If you are not sure, just stand up. But if you are sure, let me see your hand. You are sure you are born again. You are sure you are a Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are sure you are a Christian Simply because you decided to align your will with God's will. Are you with me? Are you with me? Did Jesus die for you the day you accepted him? When did he die? 2,000 years ago. Over 2,000 years ago. Meaning, everyone who accepts, it's already done. Are you with me? Are you with me? He died unconditionally for everybody. Unconditionally. For who? Everyone. So the problem is not with God. Yes, the problem is not and has never been with God. The problem is with you and I looking at me here. Hallelujah. And God's will is established. God's will or his thoughts also concerning us is established. The Bible says in Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven, what does the Bible say about God's thoughts towards you? Is for what? It's for what? It's for what? Is it for you to die in a challenge? Is it for you to die in poverty? Is it for you to be tossed to and fro by depression or by the enemy or by sickness the bible says for i know the thought that i think towards you said the lord thoughts of what peace and not of what so when evil is happening to you it's not from god are you with me when anything evil happens to you guess what it's not from god But God has also empowered you to overcome it. Are you with me? He has empowered you. He has given you all that it takes to overcome whatever life or the devil decides to throw at you. Hallelujah. He says thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you what? To give you what? A future and a hope. To tell you God's will for you is the best. But here on earth and after here in this physical life that we live. And that's why his primary will is that none should perish but that all should come to what? Eternal life. To give you a future here on earth and hope after here. Are you with me? Hallelujah. And Jesus, when he was on earth, his primary work was to do what? Align himself with God's will. He said in John 4:37, My food is to do the will of him who has sent me, and to do what? To finish his work. The Bible says in John 1:12 That for as many as received him, To them he has done what? Given the power to become the sons of God. I said this last week. As long as you have received Christ. As long as you are born again. You are like Christ. Are you with me? The same power. The same thing that Jesus carried, You carry. The same life he carries. You carry. We have become like Christ. Hallelujah. But you see, the devil would always want you not to believe that. It's why many of us struggle to align ourselves with God's will or to live a godly Christian life because the devil would always come to play tricks with your mind. So that you won't align yourself with what God has said about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, 21, talking about Jesus. He said, okay, I'll skip 21, I'll go to 1250. He said, for whoever does the will of my father is what? My brother and my sister. Those are those that I know. Everyone who aligns himself to do the will of my father, those are the people I know. So the question I want you to turn to your neighbor and ask the neighbor, does Jesus know you? I didn't ask that question the other way around. (laughs) Do you know Jesus? Even the devils know and tremble. But does Jesus know you? Hallelujah. If Jesus doesn't know you, please leave, don't live here today without aligning yourself with him. Are you with me? Do not live here today without aligning yourself with him. It's usually said in the Normal, you know, uh, secular world, especially in the career parlance, those who run from pillar to post, oh, I'm networking, I'm networking, I'm networking. They say it's not who you know, it is who knows. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? When decisions are being made, it's the person that knows you that will call your name. Are you with me? If you only know them and they don't know you, when it's time for good things, guess what? It's those they know and remember. Are you with me? So does Jesus know you? John 18:14 says, Even so, it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these should what? Should perish. The Bible talks about God's promises concerning our lives. And 2 Peter 1, to 3-4 says, As his divine power has given to us all things that does what? Pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of God who has called us by glory and what? Virtue. And he says, by which... God has also given to us exceedingly great and what? Precious promises. That through these you might be what? Partakers of what? His divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's Promises are there for you and for the taking. If you're not walking in them, you need to ask yourself again if you really are a child of God. If really you're walking in line with God's will. Hallelujah. Life is all about decisions. An interesting thing is that whether you like it or not, on a daily basis, You must make a decision. Am I correct or not? You must take hard decisions. There are some that are hard. There are some that are, you know, easy to make. But look, everything that you are about has to accumulate into alignment with God's will. So the question, and one very important question You need to ask yourself, which is a prerequisite for making decisions on a daily basis according to God's will, is do you know and understand purpose? Are you with me? I talked about this last week. Do you understand your purpose here on earth? Because every one of us, whether we like it or not, we are part of God's final will. We are part of God's plan. We are part of God's purpose, which is to ensure that no man, that no man does what? Perish. So what it means is that every one of us has a role to play. And that's why we are not all doctors. That's the reason we are not all preachers. That's the reason we are not all choir people. That's the reason we are not all farmers. Are you with me? Because guess what? If we are all farmers, who will preach to the medical doctors? Who will reach out to them in their own space? So what I want you to help me tell your neighbor is, what are you doing with your pulpit in front of you? where you are in your business, that space where God has put you, do you understand your purpose and are you using it, the tools that God has given you, your work, the money he has given you, the work he has given you, the business he has given you. Are you using those things to bring men to Christ? Because if you're not doing that, guess what? You're not aligning yourself with God's will. Are you with me? Are you with me? If you're not doing that, guess what? You are not aligning yourself with God's will. You're doing your own thing and you told God, stay in your lane. And then we call ourselves Christians. How many of us are parents here? Can you stand up please? a father or your mother, please stand up. I forgot some people just now. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're a father, you're a mother. Please stand up. Okay. How many of you have children that are above 10? Can you wave at me? You know why I ask for this set of people You have children above ten. Wave at me. Okay. It means you have paid some school fees, right? Answer me now. How easy is it to pay school fees? Huh? I'm telling you, you won't have one in the university. (laughs) How easy is it to count those millions and that's somebody Eh? Because you want your daughter to be aha. Now imagine your son or your daughter comes home one day and tells you I'm not going to school again. Daddy, you just wasted all your money. Mommy, you just wasted all your money there are better things I think I can use my life for. Mister, what would you do? I I can't imagine what I would do to <laughs> You can't even imagine it. You are just... <laughs> it would take God to hold you, right? Okay, let me ask mommy here. Mommy even has... She has a daughter that is even ready to get married. And she comes and maybe, you know, at this 11th hour to get married. She says, I'm not marrying again. If I'm not doing it again, I just want to sit down at home and just stay there. Mommy, what would you do? First and foremost, I will tell her, my dear, it's not possible. You are choosing your track, then I will cancel and pray with her. She referred tell her, it's not possible. Then she will now start fasting and so imagine this going through your mind. So imagine you in the place of God and someone who you have raised over the years, provided for, given everything and the person tells you God, please just stay your lane. Make I stay my lane. Just just try and imagine it. Is it a wonderful thing to have your child do to you? Huh? Parents, is it, is it a good thing to have your child do this scenario to you? Then why do we do it to God? Because a lot of us do. Some of us are ah I just want to stay on my own jeje je. nobody should know me nobody should I would just do my own thing jeje je. It sounds it sounds nice right Or let me let me let me go a step further to twine you a little bit or twist you a little bit You are Nigerians and you are all very religious people. We are all very religious people. <clears throat> so just 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 follow me. You have a, a son or a daughter? A daughter. A son or a daughter? A son or daughter. A son or a daughter? A daughter. Okay, you're both in church. Christian parents. Right? You have a daughter, right? So imagine they grow up to 25 years old and they are dating. And imagine you know. So please just come. Just come out. Jeff, let me use you today. Come out. (laughs) So let's imagine no, so both your daughters are still very young, right? Your daughter is how old ten months ten months old so it's not not too bad so fast forward twenty five years after you know him he's mr Jeff. she's mrs. Choma. And you both attend Living Springs Church. And 25 years later, Mrs. Choma's daughter walks into the house and says, Mommy, I think I'm in love. How would you feel? <laughs> um, at this moment, I can't really tell. I'll be happy, but... I'll definitely ask her some questions. Typical Nigerian mother. Ask her some questions. So after you've asked her, she has told you this is a wonderful person, the greatest person on earth, you know, the most loving person on earth. And then you say you want to see that person. And then she strolls in with Mr. Jeffrey's daughter. Did you see her reaction? <laughs> yes, I said daughter. Ah no. <laughs> There's no way that would possible. Why is a free society? <laughs> I definitely can't relate a daughter. Ah no. <laughs> Somebody should please help me. I thought the world has moved on. Mommy, I love this person. You cannot love it. You? you cannot love a girl. No. Are you sure? With or without your consent, I'm going to the registry. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure your entire life will flash before you the over 25 years you have raised that up and you be asking yourself God where did I would you sleep that night no (laughs) 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 Mr. Jeffrey you look very cool calm calculated how would you take it it's just not possible to me it's not possible why really why even in Nigeria today, we have a lot of people coming out, right? Thank you. Please, let's put our hands together for them. <clears throat> so you, you you can see that reaction, right? You can't just imagine it. In fact, I'm sure... There is no place, in fact, pastor would not rest for the next how many months (laughs) until something happens or changes. And really, as a mother, you know why I use the mother? Because mothers, you know yourselves. You ask yourselves all manner of questions. Where did I get it wrong? Where did I go wrong? God, what have I done to deserve Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm painting this scenario today or this morning to make us realize how much of our decision hurt God. How much of the decisions we make on a daily basis we do not align with God's will, or what he's telling you, how much impact it also has on God. You think God is not a father? You think he doesn't understand what you're going through? He does. You're his son, you're his daughter. So every time you make a decision that doesn't align ultimately with his will, he's pained. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because guess what? He has put everything in place for you to lead a godly life. For you to live a life that is aligned to his will. So every time you go against it, guess what? God is hurt. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep your heart with all what? Diligence. Meaning it's hard work. Meaning there's an effort you have to put into it. To keep your heart. Because it says out of it does what? Springs the issues of life. Meaning springs the daily decisions you would make. So put in the effort, put in the work to keep your heart in line with God. Are you with me? Are you with me? The Bible says in Matthew 12 from verse 33 to 35, he says, either make the tree good and its fruits good or else the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. I'll skip to, uh, okay, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of what? The heart, the mouth speaks. Meaning, if you haven't kept your heart in diligence with God's word, your mouth would only say what is inside there. Are you with me? Your mouth, when it talks, it only exposes who you really are. It's like a tree. A bad tree will never say the right things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And last week also, we talked about why it is very difficult for many of us to make decisions in line with God's will. We talked about the fact that a lot of us do not know our purpose. And one of the best definitions I'm going to just quickly say about purpose and really this is my definition. I didn't see this anywhere. This is something God impressed in my heart. Purpose is simply service rendered to God for the benefit of man. Are you with me? If you're struggling about what purpose is, oh, what does this man mean when he talks about purpose? What is my purpose? Purpose is that service. eh? That thing you do for God that benefits somebody else. So purpose has two main objects or characters in them or characteristics. Number one, it's of service to God. If there's no service to God, it's not purpose. And number two, that service must be for the benefit of somebody else, not you. Are you with me? So when you understand your purpose, then it becomes easy to know what you ought to do. It becomes easy for you to know the steps to take on a daily basis that will benefit others and be of service to God. Hallelujah. Number two, a lot of us compare ourselves with one another and so we do not, you know, we are not focused on what God has called us to do. Rather than focus on what God has called you to do, you see, ah, Pastor Obey can preach. Oh, he's a man of God. Ah, Father, I want to be like him. God may not have called you to preach. God might have called you just to help people and lift them up from their state to focus on God. That may be all you've been called to do. God might have called you to use the media to reach millions, but you want to climb this pulpit and preach to ten people. Are you with me? If you don't understand it, you would fail it. You would always see yourself chasing what God has not called you to do. Are you with me? When you stay in line with what God has called you to do, it becomes easy To reach out to many and be of service to God. Are you with me? Number three, many of us don't know how God speaks. We don't know how he talks. We don't know how he communicates with us. So God is communicating and we are deaf to hearing him. How can you walk with someone you do not know how the person speaks? The Bible says, my sheep hears my voice and they do what? They listen and they follow. I told you of a scenario last week of a shepherd boy who is barely nine years old in the north leading a herd of cows that could easily run over him and crush him. But yet, he takes them out in the morning and brings them back in the evening. Not one is missing. My sheep hear my voice and they follow. Are you with me? The fourth thing is that many of us are too busy being carnal. A lot of us are not spiritual. And guess what? Do not fall to the prey or to the wiles of the devil or the lies of the devil who when people tell you being spiritual, oh, oh boy, you are being too spiritual. Oh, being spiritual is not it. Let me tell you, being spiritual is everything because they that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Are you with me? If you are not led by the Spirit of God, you will do anyhow you will take any decision. You will walk the way you like. And there are repercussions to everything. You know, one of the things that, that scripture talks about that is so balanced is the fact that, look, even the sin you're going to commit 20 years from now, God has forgiven you. Are you with me? But guess what? To everything you do, there's a consequence. The fact that God has forgiven you does not take away the consequence of sin. Are you listening to me? So guess what? Murder someone, you will go to jail. But God has forgiven you. Are you with me? So every decision we take in life has a corresponding consequence attached to it. When you take the right decisions, it will lead you to where God is taking you to ultimately. But when you take a decision just out of your flesh, because the Bible says that, it says that, In in Romans 8, from verse 1 to 14, it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, believers who do not walk after the flesh. I told you last week, walking after the flesh is walking after your senses. Are you with me? Being carnal is how you feel, how you think, how it tastes to you. Walking after your senses alone. Let me show you something quickly from scriptures. The Bible says in Isaiah. I'm already going into today's message. In Isaiah, quickly, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. It says, you shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, do what? Walk in it. Meaning, if you want, if you're listening, God is always speaking. And Romans, the same Romans chapter 8, verse 14 to 16, quickly, Romans chapter eight, fourteen to 16, it says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? These are the sons of God. For you did not receive the Holy Spirit of adoption. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. By whom we cry what? Abba Father. The Holy Spirit himself bears witness with your spirit. That you are a child of God. Are you with me? The way you know you're a child of God is when your spirit on every decision you take resonates with the Holy Spirit. When you hear a word behind you telling you this is the way walking is. Are you with me? This is how you live your life as a Christian. This is how you walk by the Spirit of God. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I round off, I'm going to just state five things that you need to do or that would help you make everyday decision in line with God's word. Number one, you must put God first in all that you think or you do. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. The Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by what? The mercies of God that you present your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to who? To God, which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 says, do not be what? Conform to this world. Do not follow the world. Ah, they are doing it this way. Let me join them. This is what is moving. Let me join them. No, do not be conformed to what? This world, But be what? Transformed by how? By how? The renewing of your mind. Guess what? When you renew your mind with God's word... Then you'll be able to prove what is the good, what is the perfect and acceptable will of God. But until you renew your mind with God's word, you won't know which is which. Are you with me? You won't know, you, you will keep being confused every time. Oh God, should I go left or right? What does the Bible say in Isaiah? You will hear a word telling you this is the way. Are you with me? When you put God, when God becomes your standard, Christ becomes your standard in everything, guess what? Ah, you won't, you won't struggle. You won't struggle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Colossians 3, 24, 23 and 24, He says, whatever you do, do it how? how do you do it? Please respond to me. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 is there on the screen. Whatever you do, do it how? Unto who? Unto who? Unto who? And not unto men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive what? For you serve who? (coughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of us, when we do things, we don't do it unto God. We do it because, ah, if that boss catch me, They will deduct my salary. So when the boss is not around, what do you do? Hmm? You just do it anyhow. When nobody is there to praise you, how do you do it? When the client gives you a cloth to sew, how do you rush it? In five hours, five hours to collection. So there's no thoughts, there's no creativity to it. You just slap, 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 so, 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 take. Will the person come back? Whatever you do, do it as if you are going to present it to God. Are you with me? When you have that mindset, creativity will bust your head. Are you with me? In everything you do, Creativity will become a part and parcel of you. Hallelujah. And lastly, Psalms 37, 5 to 7. On this point, it says, Commit your way to who? Commit your way to who? Commit your way to who? Trust also in him, and he shall do what? God has said it. Number two, spend time in the word. A lot of us don't spend time with God's word. So we don't even know which way, what God's will entails. We don't know God's promise for our lives. We don't know what God's word has said concerning the everyday situation we face. But let me tell you, there is no situation here on earth that does not have an answer in God's word. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 to 6. The Bible says, By some, if you receive my words and treasure what? My commandments within you so that you incline what? Your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to what? Understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment And lift up your voice for understanding If you seek her as silver And search for her as hidden treasures Then you would understand the fear of the Lord And find the knowledge of God For the Lord gives what? The Lord gives what? Wisdom from his mouth comes what? Knowledge and understanding. If you don't know what to do, then you haven't spent time with God's word. Or you don't spend time with God's word. Because God's word will direct your part. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 11, it says, Your word have I done hidden in my heart that I may not what? If you have a sin problem, this is your scripture. If you cannot live a day or a week or two weeks or two months or a year without being guilty of saying oh I've done this, I've done that, I've done this. This is what you need to do. Are you with me? The Bible says, thy word, have I what? When you take a foam, when you take a, you know foam, right? When you soak it in water and you squeeze it, what comes out? When you soak it in oil and squeeze it, what comes out? When you have God's word hidden in your heart and the pressures of life come, guess what will come out? Are you with me? Are you with me? What you need to do to make the right decisions is to hide God's word in your heart. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 130. He says, The entrance of your word gives light. It gives light. I, I translate it this way. He says, the entrance of your word brings ideas. If you're having an issue with ideas in your business or work, go to God's word. I'm telling you, when you're reading or sometimes when you're studying God's word, there are ideas that will come to you about your own business that no other person has thought of before. Are you with me? God will tell you how to do it. Because how he tells you to do it is peculiar to you and you alone. And he says, he gives understanding to the simple. Meaning, guess what? When God gives you those ideas, the understanding on how to execute, he would also give you from his word. Verse 133 says, Direct my steps by what? Direct my steps by what? And let no iniquity have what? You know, I I like when Pastor Alma says this a lot and scripture says it by by the word of uh, two every word shall be what? By the And it says you use scripture to justify scriptures. I told you just now, the way to overcome sin is to do what? Hide God's word in your heart. What does this scripture say? If you don't want sin to have dominion over you, let your steps be directed by God's word. Hallelujah. Number three, you must acts on God's word. The word you read, the word you hear, you must do what? Act on it. The ideas that come to your head through the reading and through the interpretation of his word, you must do what? Act on it. James 1 to 25 says, be ye the doers of the word and not what? hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror and for he observes himself and goes away and immediately does what? Forgets. Forget what he looks like. Is it possible? I believe every one of us have a mind picture of how we look right hallelujah he says but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this is the one that will be blessed in all that he does if you want to be blessed in everything that you do do God's work are you with me translate the word that you hear into the service that you render and you will see the difference in your life number four trust the Holy Spirit remember I'm talking about five things that would help you make decisions in line with the will of God trust the Holy Spirit number four Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18. The Bible says, For surely there's a hereafter, and your hope or your expectation shall not be cut off. If you trust God, then you'll be led by Him. If you trust the Spirit of God, then you will listen to what He's telling you and obey His guidance. And lastly... When you've done all of this, number one to four, the last thing you should do, help me tap your neighbor. Tell them the last thing you should do, the last thing you should do, the last thing you should do is not to worry. Philippians chapter four verse six says, Be anxious for what? For nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let what? Your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding shall do what? guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Are you with me? Bottom line you would make the right decisions in line with God's will through Christ Jesus. Do you understand what I just said? The only way to make decisions in line with his will is through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you bow your heads this morning? And tell God, I surrender my will to you. I align myself to your will. I repent of the bad decisions I've made, but from today, I listen to your spirit. I listen to your spirit. I choose to obey your spirit. I choose to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. I choose to heed myself to the word of God. I choose to soak myself in your word. I refuse to walk by my senses. I refuse it. I refuse to walk by my senses. But I align myself to your spirit. That every day, every decision I make, be aligned to your will. Thank you for listening to the CJ My Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at... DJ underscore elf dream.